Life-Saving Gratitude podcast. This is Bunny Terry, and I'm joined by my producer and co-host, Johanna Medina. And today's guest, Don Aldrich, is a friend of mine through uh, real estate networks. However, I, I was inspired by Don because I, maybe about three years ago, I started, I don't know how we communicated, I probably handed him a card, and I started receiving daily emails from him that were inspirational, that contained an affirmation. And, and I, and I um, investigated a little further and I found out that Don writes these every single day, um, gets up early in the morning and um, looks up what he calls bold laws. Those are just affirmations, um, things like what you focus on expands or don't compare your insides to other people's outsides. Um, sort of life rules that um, he, I mean, he sends them out. He writes a few paragraphs about what that means to him, how he thinks that could help you in business. And I just was so inspired by his consistency. It's kind of crazy that he does it all the time. Right, Johanna? Now that you're saying that, because I got, I think, a little bit confused or not confused. I think it's good to clarify. I think sometimes in the episode... I wasn't sure if it was daily or weekly. And so now that you say, oh, it's daily, I'm, I'm even more shocked. And he doesn't, like you said, he doesn't like write them ahead of time or write them and plan them out. He does them every day. So that's pretty impressive. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't batch them and he's not preachy. I mean, the cool thing is he's just sort of saying, so this is what this means to me. And this is how I think it could help you. And it, to me, it's like, I mean, one of, one of, it, one of those, um, affirmations. One of those rules is come from contribution. It seems like he does that in a more positive way than most people. And he does it, you know, he's really humble about it. He does it on a really small scale. Yeah. Um, uh, what he talks about definitely applies to everyone, not just realtors or people that work for Keller Williams, but, um, or even anybody that has their own business, just really it could apply to anyone in life because like you said, their affirmations. Um, he does talk a lot about workplace culture, which applies to everyone. And, you know, even at the end, he talks about just kind of like his life and marriage and, and how he is just a normal person and struggles with things, but is honest about uh, how he has worked through uh, a lot of things and grown well, and I think the cool thing is that it he shows that this level of consistency and coming from contribution doesn't just affect the people that he sends these to, but it's really changed his life as well. So um, I, I was excited that he agreed to be on the podcast because I think he brings a lot. It was sort of unexpected. And, and so I would, you know, stick around. Um, like Johanna says at the very end, he's really clear about how this has changed his life. And um, you know, we're just, we're excited you're here. I'm glad you're going to hear Don's story and we're excited that you're tuning in, that you're liking, reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. We're growing every day. I'm so excited that you agreed to be a guest, Don, because um, when I met you and I signed up for what we're going to talk about later, I thought, well, you know, this is one of my colleagues with Keller Williams I, I didn't have any idea what an impact you were going to have both on me, on my mindset, but, but what you do for other people that sign up for these emails. And 
and, and we'll flesh this out a little bit, but I just want you to know, I want our listeners to know that you and I met through a Keller Williams event. Um, I've discovered that I, um, it seems to me that Keller Williams brokers, it's not that people be, well, I don't know what it is. I was going to say, it's not that people become more positive when they become Keller Williams brokers. It feels to me like, like that's, that's the type of person that ends up working with this brokerage, but I don't know, maybe it's that we come to Keller Williams and we get trained and coached in mindset. So um, I'm going to stop talking about that for a minute. And I just want you, Don, tell us your story. Where, how did, you know, how did you end up at Keller Williams? How did you become a realtor? And then how did you begin this practice? I'm just going to tell folks, Don sends an email out five days a week that is inspiring to a, a, a whole raft of people. So I, tell us where where you began, Don. Okay, well, I started selling real estate 36 years ago. Um, I was in the REMAX system for 25 years, and uh, I had I had a coaching for probably 20 of those years. So, you know, I always wanted to surround myself with people that were doing more and better and having a leader and the last 10 years I was at Remax, um, people that I had known through this coaching company who either became coaches or just moved over to, to Keller Williams from Remax kept telling me, would you just go look at Keller Williams? And I, I kept saying, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I wasn't good. I didn't know it. Um, you know, I was in business for myself, by myself, with myself, even though I had a coach. On a daily basis, after that coaching call, I was by myself, Bunny, for the next you know six and a half days, right? Um, and so five years ago, this June, uh, Ron Wexler in Chicago, who had been asking me for ten years, called me stubborn, and and uh, three days later, I happened to walk into the uh, this office, this market center here in Scottsdale, and it just happens to be the most productive and profitable. Keller Williams Market Center in the entire Southwest. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's, there's a culture here that just pervades, you know, you jump in, you get surrounded by people that want to help you and you just, you want to give. I walked out, I went home, I learned my lessons. I said to my wife, if you don't want me to do it, I won't, but you come back for a second interview. I did not need a second interview, Bunny, but I wanted her to hear the presentation. She walked out of this market center in the lobby turned to me and said, you need to join this company right now. This is so you, the culture, the teaching, the coaching. Oh my gosh, you need to join this right now. And I still have tears in my eyes as I say that to you now. So it was like, let's go. And that was five years ago. And, and joining KW and jumping all in um, really um, has changed my, changed, it started changing my career pretty quickly. I was always a $10 million to a $12 million producer which at family reunion where I was lucky enough to be um, on stage last right. month, you right. know, they asked me, well, why did you do that? Well, you know, and I said, because obviously I haven't figured it out by myself. And um, when you, when you surround yourself with others that just are going to pull you up, you know, so it started changing my career, but now it's changing my life. And as I said on the stage, I was always a 10 to a $12 million a year producer you know, from 30 transactions to 70 in lower price ranges and all that. And I said, you know, it's good, but it's not great. And Jason Abrams even said, yeah, well, that's good, but you're right. It's not great. And in, in two years, we've, we've tripled our, 
mean, we did over, we did 30 million last year and the goal wow. this year is 60 million. That's, and that's me, a buyer agent and some showing assistants. So most of those transactions though, 95% are coming from me. Um, wow. So my life has changed. It's made real estate fun and I'm on board with KW. I'm not, not going to retire. We're just going to keep going because it's fun. Right. What I, I, I do want to make it clear to people that are not in real estate, we're not going to talk about real estate the whole time here, but I want you to know that when you get into a culture where you're surrounded by people that want to help you succeed, I mean, it's always the goal um, of the people in my market center to help you succeed, then, then you can't help but but move towards success it's that's it's all about culture and and you created not you know not only did you um embrace that culture but you created your own culture online by um doing this email i'm 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 just kind of blown away by the consistency with which you email people all every week i can't i can't believe it well, you, you're referring to the bold law emails. Yes. So Don and I met and I signed up because I went looking for him. I signed up for these emails. And so every Monday he sends out a, a new, what we call bold laws, which is, what does bold stand for Don? Uh, business objective life by design. And I got, and I got to tell you the life by design piece is the part that um, I, I thought, man, I'm just going to another, this is a training that Keller Williams says. And I thought, I'm just going to another event where, you know, we're going to get more and more enthusiastic. Bold is life changing, isn't it? I've taken it seven times. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. And, and yeah. bold laws, explain to our listeners what bold laws are. So Keller Williams has there are about 35 bold laws. They're, they're, they're not trademarked. They, they didn't make them up, but it's like Yoda said in Star Wars, there is no try. There is only do. Um, come from contribution. Do what you've always done and you're going to get what you've always gotten. These are, these are statements you probably have heard from trainers and personal development people from, you know, Napoleon Hill back in Think and Grow Rich to today's, mm -hmm. you know, Tony Robbins, and everybody else. These aren't new, but um, Keller Williams has about 35 of them and they're on posters and they're on, they're on all kinds of, you know, t-shirts and paraphernalia. Um, so I got the idea, Bunny. So, so Bold is a, a seven week course taught by Keller Williams and you go to each session for seven weeks, you know, on, on a certain day, certain same day of the week for seven weeks, you have teams where seven or eight people, this is pre-COVID, but it's coming back, sit at a table and, you know, like Bonnie and I and six other strangers might be on a team. And Hey, we're a team for the next seven weeks. And you compete against the other tables um, in the room. And sometimes there's as many as 100 people in the room. And it's all in a good spirit. It's all about getting better. We have to be accountable for how many appointments we go on and contracts written and things learned. And it's all very system, system systematic, I'll just say that. Um, so at the end of the first time I ever had my first bold class, each cap, each table gets assigned a captain. 
and the captain is the one for uh, accumulating the numbers of his seven, his or her seven teammates. You know, it's a little bit more work. And being first time bold, you know, it's like the, the experienced people at the table or even some of the newer, shyer people, they're like, you do it. <laughs> so I got the captainship by, because I didn't say no, you know, and now when people point at me, I go, you know what, I've done that. Why don't you do it? So you experience the gift of being the captain, right? So anyway, I, I became the captain of the team for that seven weeks. And I said, you know what, just to keep my team engaged over seven days in between the sessions, I'm going to email them a bold law every single day. So it, this whole thing started with me, Bunny, sending a different bold law, and I didn't know them from anybody else, to my, to my table mates, my seven table mates. And I would type a little sentence or two, you know, hey, here's what this one means to me. You know, what does it mean to you guys and, you know, you, you ladies and gentlemen? Um, and, and so anyway, so it, it started going to seven or eight people. And then if a few people caught wind of it, say, hey, these are pretty good. And it went to 10 and then 12. That was four years ago. And over the years, <laughs> I may be jumping ahead of myself now. Um, so once Bold ended, I said, hey, you know, I got some pretty decent response. So I started taking one Bold Law on a Monday, Bold Law for the week. You know, and this week's is don't mistake movement for achievement. And so I type out, Bunny, it takes me about a half an hour to do that. And I purposely try to keep it short so people will read it. A couple of paragraphs, but it does take me longer than I think it, you know, it should, right? Um, so like today's, I said, mistake for movement for achievement. That's like a guy in who's rowing just on one side of the boat. He's just going to go in circles. He's moving, but he's not going anywhere. And that's what I, that was my theme for the morning. Tomorrow, it'll be Tuesday's bold law is, again, the same bold law. Don't mistake movement for achievement. And I'll talk about something else. And, and what it means, Bunny, is I, I'm typing it to myself first, right? Mm -hmm. right. And I'm, I'm thinking about, well, this, it goes to my dad. It goes to my wife. It goes to my daughter. It goes to some of my clients. It goes to some Keller Williams agents. It goes to other agents who know me who are not in Keller Williams. It goes to a few friends and relatives, you know, because they've gotten wind of it. And so every, you know, every day I'm thinking, okay, who's going to get this? This has to be impactful. Um, and and then on Friday I have a past client now who's who is a he's got his P. He's a smart guy. He's He was a life coach. Well, now he's right. come into being a Keller Williams coach. He's never been a realtor, but he was a guy. He was like a uh, George, you know, used to be, you know, stop smoking. You know, I can right. get you they to stop smoking. Or, guys. Yeah. He was a life-changing coach, right? And and he subscribed to Bold Law, and he's here in Scottsdale. And I said, would you mind just, like, doing Fridays for me? It gives me a break. Because by Friday, sometimes I'm, I'm fried out. Um, and if anybody wants, you know, to, to participate, you're welcome to always comment, send a, an idea. I, I need material, you know. Um, so George looks at my four, my four takes on it through the week, and then he interprets it as a, a business coach, a life coach, a Keller Williams coach, a real estate coach. You know, 
and he, and he gives his take on it, which is kind of interesting. Uh, he's an NLP coach as well. So, well, anyway. yeah, and I think it's important Sorry, that I, I rambled mean, on. You, no, no, no. I love that because because that's I was so interested in knowing where this came from. You know, what what in the world made you decide to strike out and and write four um, or five informative emails every single week when you don't have to? I mean, I'm a blogger. I write, but I don't post a blog every single day. And and for you to I mean, that's a lot of effort. And it sounds to me like you don't, you know, do them weeks in advance. You tend to do them at the time that they're due to your audience. And I, and these are not, you're not talking about real estate. You're talking about life. I mean, I love that, that I read this morning about how, you know, we tend to think that if we, or I used to think this, I used to think if I'm harried all the time, I'm accomplishing something. And your bowl lot of day was all about that. Being harried, looking like you're doing a lot, doesn't necessarily mean that you're moving forward, does it? You're busy, 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 caught up in the busyness, but you're not in business. Um, and I've been there. I've yeah. been there. So this boat law, um, it, it started with, you know, as so as I'm thinking about, okay, geez, tomorrow Bunny's going to get this, right? Um, and so is my dad and, you know, so is my, my wife. And, and, and even there are sometimes my, my wife doesn't even read them, but my 23-year-old my daughter might, right? And so I'm type, let's be clear. I'm typing this to myself. So when I'm saying um, don't mistake movement for achievement and I start like start talking about the guy rowing on one side of the boat forever, I've been there. And and if I type that in an email and again, I try to keep them short so they're readable, you know, they hopefully can they're just a minute, maybe take you a minute to read. Right. Um, I'm typing it to myself first. So I have to, it's a reminder that I got to be that guy just for today. And. As it's grown, what's been cool, Bunny, is, and, and I'm not looking for it. I mean, if you want to comment it, you can, obviously. I, I, I love it when you do. I, there are times where um, I, I type on and go, that was really profound. I'm proud of myself. That was good. And I get no response, right? And then another day, I'm like really struggling, and I don't think it's that good. And I get like four responses that say, just what I needed to hear today. Thank you so much. And that gives me the juice and the jack to do it again. I never know how they're going to land, right? The ones I think are good, no response. One thing are bad, it, it doesn't matter. But what's cool is that on average, I get, you know, one or two a day. And I do have some regular people that, thank you, that do comment once a week, twice a week. I got one today from a gentleman who, you know, maybe he responds maybe once every six months, but he gave me a really great quote on Buddha, which I'm going to, I'm going to use. I don't know how, but it will be in probably this week's um, uh, bold law email. So again, I'm typing it for myself, but now this has grown to a point, Bunny. Um, I'm up to 875 people, Yay! you know, one and two at a time. So when I, so when I go, let, let, let's say when I go to for you folks that are maybe not in real estate or are, when I go to a Keller Williams event now, my goal has always been to be a big, to be a big network. I'm in Scottsdale. I've always gotten business from other agents because I've always stayed in touch with out of state agents. I'm in a place like you are, Bonnie, where people move to. 
they, right. they come to the Southwest because of the weather. And, you know, so if I was in Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin, I might not be getting as many referrals. Right. Um, so let's be clear. I don't, I'm not doing the bold law for the referral. I never mention, Oh, and by the way, I'm in real estate, send me your business. I, I never do that. Now, by showing up on everybody's doorstep or email five days a week. Hopefully I am, you know, on the tip of people's tongues if they're thinking real estate or a realtor in Arizona that, you know, that can't hurt. And I have, um, obviously I have received referrals over that. But what's cool about this now, because when I go to an event and I get your card, you know, with your permission, I'm going to put you on the bold law. And so now, I mean, and we're going to be at a thousand subscribers. So I'm on to something. And, and so it's, in four years, it's gone from my eight table mates. Pretty soon it's going to be a thousand. And That's you had so asked exciting. me, where is this going to go? Um, at the family reunion, we, I was in a, a, a BNI, another business network international, and uh -huh. we're all Keller Williams BNI. And there were about 50 of us in the room. And I stood up and said, and they don't all get it, but I said, for those of you that do get it, I'm that guy, I, I'm the bold guy. I'm the one that sends you out those bold law emails. And some people go, oh, you're that guy? Oh, okay, cool. And so <laughs> later on in that breakfast, as we had to all go around and talk, the leader of the breakfast said, okay, Mr. Bold, what do you think? Because I was like the senior member in the room, right? And so you'll see at the bottom of my email now, I came, I, I've got Mr. Bold. I love that. You know, and so I'm, I'm, somebody called me that, so I'm going to run with it because it may lead to people saying, well, what does that mean? What is that? You know, um, and, and before that, probably about two years into this, at, at some Keller Williams event, my broker came up to me and said, you know, those are really good. And I respect his opinion. I said, okay. He goes, you should write a book. I was like, I don't know how to write a book. I don't have enough material for a book. And he looked at me and said, well, first of all, they're pretty good. Secondly, how long you've been doing it? And I was like, well, let's see. 52 times five, that's 260. Vacations, you know, I, I don't do them on vacations or, you know. But I said, yeah, probably, probably I've done it for two years. And he goes, almost every day, every week for 50, for two years. I'm like, yeah, he goes, you have enough information to do a book. And i like, yeah, I guess you do. So now I start print. I do print out today's and it goes into a three ring binder. Now I've got four years worth. So my, I guess my design is, or future hope at some point is to, to have like maybe a bold law day, a bold law for the day book so that it, it not necessarily real estate, but it may, you open it up and it's just, just one page, one day, right? And maybe three days, it's success is simple, not easy. And another three days, it's come from contribution. And <clears throat> maybe the next four pages are, you know, be, do, achieve. Um, so th that way it makes like a great graduation gift. It's not a heavy read. It's inspirational. If they just picked it up in the middle of the bookstore and they go, hey, this is pretty good. Maybe I'll buy it. That's that's okay. And, and we both worked for a guy named Gary Keller who has written a few books. So 
I have not met or talked to Gary Kelly yet. I hope to one day. I'm sure I will. Because um, I am affiliated with Kristen Cole, who is his queen of expansion. Right, and right. Kristen knows that that's a goal. And my thoughts are, you know, maybe everybody that takes bold in the future pays 10 bucks extra for the book. And maybe 50% goes to KW Cares, which is a, a contribution to, obviously, people who are in need. And maybe Gary takes 30% and I get two bucks. I, I don't know. Or maybe I get nothing. I don't know. Um, or maybe it just goes wildcat on the books on the book. I don't know. But the consistency will may maybe lead to it one day. Well, I wrote a you know, I wrote a book and it wasn't so much um, you know, it's I know you're the kind of guy who I mean, you really do believe in in coming from contribution. So um you know, the book idea, I mean, you would change so many people. I mean, to have a handbook that they can pick up, you know, they don't have to open their email all the time, but they can just pick up and refer to. And I want people that I want listeners to get that, you know, these are basically affirmations that have real, um, real life applications. Like, um, um, one of one of I mean one of my favorite bull laws, other than co come from contribution, is what you focus on expands. I, I I'm curious to know what yours is. What are what are yep. your favorites? Uh, well, come since being here, come from contribution has been it's certainly risen to the top. I think I've always contributed, but there have been times where I probably didn't contribute to my. Now, 19-year-old son, you know, did, did some things that I would not want. Like every parent, you make mistakes, right? Um, it's interesting. The one that got me here, though, the one that changed my life, the one that got me out of where I was and got me to Keller Williams and opened it up was if, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. And five years ago, right now, I was like, okay, I'm 58. And in a few short years, plus 10, I'm going to be 70. And what do I have? I got a list of clients, but I don't really own a business. I don't own a building. I don't, you know, what am I going to do? Sell, sell my list of names for five grand, 10 grand. I don't really have anything I can sell. And it was like, you know, and I'm only going to have the money that I make minus the taxes, minus the downturns, minus expenses. You know, like I said, not exactly, you know, good, but not great. And certainly not a superstar, right? And so that one just hit me. I mean, I, you know, I've i heard that for years. If you do what you're always done, you're going to get what you always got, right? But it just hit me at that point. And it's like, you know, you got enough people telling you to make this switch. Maybe they know something you don't, and you should at least go look. And then when Ron called me stubborn, I'm like, okay, I'm in. So the, the do it, do what you've always done. You're going to get what you always got. You know, that was a big one. That one got me here. And, and again, ch number one, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. You know, that's probably number two contribution, what you focus on expands. Those are the big ones. And a lot of them are very similar folks. You know, they tie into each other. Right. Right. Well, let's break, let's break a few of those down like that. You know, I I've been thinking about do what you've always done and you'll get what you've always gotten is, 
you know, people tend to um, want to make huge changes in their life or, they, or they, want, they want the circumstances they're in to change. They're really, really determined that their circumstances are going to change, but they don't want to change their behaviors. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that. You know, if I, if I continue to go out and have chili rianos and green chili cheeseburgers every day, the outcome is not going to start to be different. And I think I've, I've thought about that one a lot lately. Um, but, but, but talk to people about, you know, like don't compare your insides to other people's outsides. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. What does that mean that's, for you? That's another, that's a big one. I forgot about that one. In fact, I mentioned that even though it wasn't, um, that wasn't the bold law last week, inside the bold law, um, that's what I talked about because I had a very profound coach who left us permanently last year and he had, he had it all, but he, he, he got some weird disease and passed away. I remember him coming up to me at one point where I was looking at people on a stage, you know, who I was like, wow, you know, they're, they're really good. And I've been doing this for years, right? I can't help but compare myself to those people. And by, Comparing myself to those people up on that stage who bought, who probably most would say, hey, if I can do it, so can you, right? But in my right. head, I, I'm never going to sell. I'm never going to be them. And, and by doing that, when I sat next to somebody who wasn't doing what I'm doing, I'm also judging their, who am I to judge them, right? But if I put those people on a pedestal, I'm putting these people down. It's a lose-lose, you know? You don't feel good either way. So when Tim came up to me and poked me in the chest intently and said, don't, he said, he said, um, um, he said exactly that. He says, you got to remember your definition of success. And he's punching me in the chest. He says, not theirs for you, not his for you, meaning the, the coach, not hers, not mine for you, yours. Remember that. He's and he walked away as he always did. And that one, you know, who am I to judge, right? I, you know, you don't, the other one is, um, you know, don't uh, judge other people's, don't judge your insides that you know by somebody's outsides. That, that person that drives the Lamborghini and lives in the big house, they might be bankrupt, right? And they're, they're, they're a miserable person when they go home, but on the outside, they're showing off success. How do you know that? And then how do you know that the guy that shows up at an open house with a flannel shirt and cut off jeans, you know, looking like a bum has, he's got $10 million in cash and he wants to buy a hundred investment homes. How do you know that? Right? So that's where a, a lot of these bold laws, you know, if you start really working one, you can bring on others. And I, I don't go in any special order. I flashed it a couple of times. I don't know if you can see it. Um, but an inspection company gave this to me at a bold law class. Time. It's just a bookmark, and it's all 35 bold laws. And wow. all I do, I just go down the you list. Just pick one. And when I get to the end, I go back. Right. And and there have been times where, you know, it's Wednesday, and maybe I stayed up late or whatever, and I'm struggling. I do go back now to my reference books, and I thought, what did I write three years ago? And I go, oh, well, that's pretty good. I don't, I don't copy and paste it because that would take too long, but I – I might go, you know, that was a, okay. And then I'm good, right? I want to, the challenge is keeping them short. 
That's the challenge, right? I bet that's true. I, now, last week, as I recall, it was keep your emotions between the lines. And I thought that's such an important one. And that doesn't just, that doesn't uh, just apply. Am I wrong? Was it not? Yeah. And, and uh, that was two, um, that was two weeks ago. Last week was success is simple, but not easy. Oh, okay. And guess what? Success gets simple when you success gets simple when you keep your emotions between the line. Right. I mean, well, they, and they, that they works for everything. Of, I mean, not just, not just transactions, does. but it works for, you know, if, if, if I can keep myself from getting emotional, uh, even about the charity work that I do and about the results that we're getting right. there, I'm so much more effective. It works so much yeah. better. Uh, well, I mean, you know, like anybody, you have challenges with teenagers, right? And there have been times where, you know, I'm out of line. I overreact. And I was like, well, that, that wasn't coming from contribution. And I certainly didn't keep my emotions between the lines. And guess what? We got nothing accomplished. You know, what did he learn by that? So keep your emotions between the lines. It's like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay cool and calm. I'm not going to react to the storm because the storm passes in like 10 minutes and he's okay 10 minutes later, but I'm miserable for a day, you know? Um, so again, folks, this isn't all just real estate. It's, it's just how you live your life. And, and if some of these can impact somebody and improve, you know, then great. Then, you know, it, I, then I contributed to somebody, right? So there's one more that I had a hard time with in the beginning. I mean, it was really hard for me to understand is, and that is, um, I can, now I, I'm, I hope I'm going to get it right. Your cells listen to your thoughts. How your cells eavesdrop on your thoughts. Yes. Talk about that. Your one. cells eaves, eavesdrop. Okay. So you're, you're, and I've talked about this in many different ways. Your our unconscious is listening all the time to your conscious. Um, and, you know, like if I go out and stub my toe and I, oh, you idiot, you know, or knock over a ball, you dummy, you know, well, your subconscious hears that and it goes, okay, you're dumb, you're an idiot. So your cells are always eavesdropping on your thoughts. And it's just about, that's why it's so important to, you know, as I type this, Right. It's like writing affirmations. It's like writing your definite major purpose. It's like stating. And I'm doing that with a mastermind group now for the last couple of years. We state our definite major purpose. Um, as you as the more you do that, the more you're training, the more I'm training my unconscious or my subconscious to tell my conscious what to do, because our our subconscious never sleeps. Right. So right. it's important before you go to sleep. Be good to yourself. Give yourself some grace. Okay, you messed up today. Okay, learn the lesson. I'll do better tomorrow. You know, it's okay. I messed up. Or today was a great day, but it isn't because I'm Superman. It's just, you know, so your your cells are always listening to what you're telling yourself. So be really careful about what you're telling yourself. Self-talk, right? I had a really great coach who just said to me recently, funny, when you pull up somewhere or when you start to go into a room or when you start to do a podcast or when you start a task of any sort that involves somebody else, 
I think it's important for you to state your intentions, even if you only state them to yourself, you know, take some breaths, get calm and then state your intention. And, mm -hmm. and if you state your intention, then, then the good intentions are just going to occur because you you're going to be on autopilot almost. I mean, that follows what you were just saying. You're as, as long as I say, when I begin this podcast, I want my listeners to learn something that's going to help them live a better, richer, fuller, more productive life. Then that happens every single time, but you have to say it, you have to state your intentions. And I think that your cells eavesdrop on your thoughts is a, is a really good thing to remember when you're stating your intentions. Yeah. And, and along those lines, that's where I learned a long time ago with an affirmation, you know, they want to be positive. They want to be in the future. They, but, and, and, you know, some people type them out or you, you can say them. First of all, you got to say them with emotion. So I, I've got like 60 or 70 affirmations that I have on index cards. They're in my, in my console. And as I back my car out of the garage, I start saying, well, it starts with this one right here. Great spirits have always in encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds, right? <laughs> Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. That's from Einstein. I mean, think of Joan d'Arc or, you know, any anybody, right? Great spirits have always encountered violent opposition from mediocre minds. And in some cases, they burn them at the stake, right? We're not getting burned at the stake. But anyway, my affirmations especially when it's nice out, my windows are down. And, you know, I, I say each one three times. It takes me about 15 minutes on the way to the office. But if I say them with passion, and I got them all pretty much memorized, but I have them on the index cards. I, I, you know, I've been doing them for years now, and I change them a little bit. But, I, you, know, I'm, 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 you know, as I'm driving to work, it's like um, sometimes people might think I'm crazy. I don't care because I'm telling my brain that, you know, Today is going to be, today is, isn't going to be, today is a great day for my family and me. You know, I am a loving husband and a drawing father for my children. Um, I, you know, it, I mean, I, if I started going, it could take me 10 minutes. But the point <laughs> is, you got to do affirmations with emotion. You know, you got to, you know, I am a great salesperson. I am a great salesperson. I'm a great salesperson. Yes, that's salesy. But if you're in sales and you don't think you're a great salesperson and your subconscious is going, no, you're not. Well, guess what? You aren't. So you got to override what they used to call a drunk monkey in these. Now they say monkey mind because they we, we don't want to offend someone that's had challenges. So uh, but your monkey mind is always nah, I don't think so. You just got to beat that all the time. And eventually, you know, I believe now more in me than I ever have. And that emotion and that confidence and that delivery is just it's just coming out so it's part of uh, me saying my affirmations it's part of writing affirmations i learned a long time ago you can say them you can think them you can type them but if you take a pen and a paper and you go from here right your brain down into here and down your shoulder all the way to your fingers and and it takes you 30 seconds to write out a statement you're looking at it and thinking about it that whole time versus just rattling off on a keyboard i'm not saying that's bad i'm just saying that this is better because you're involved with it longer and it's gonna be it's been more impactful for me so 
Right. Again, no, getting I, back no. to the bold laws as I type them and then I go back and I don't like that sentence or, or a typo. You know, I, I'm spending 20 to 30 minutes constructing it. That helps me be that person. So when I walk out of the room, hopefully I'm contributing to my family and not being a grouch or a jerk like I have been in the past. And I've said that on bold laws. I said, you know, yesterday I really messed up on this one. And today, you know, I'm very transparent on the bold laws. And you could probably tell when I haven't had a great day or and it was it was on me. I'm very transparent. I say, okay, true confession. Here's what happened to me. I, you know, no pressure, no diamonds. I didn't put any pressure on myself to do much work. So I didn't guess what? I didn't get any diamonds yesterday. But boy, when I work, like you said, with intensity, with a stated desire, the diamonds come in. And diamonds, we're not talking about, I mean, diamonds are a girl's best friend. I know that. But the diamonds of life are going to come to you the more you work at going to get when you apply yourself, when you state it, when you go to work. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's another one we have mentioned. No pressure, no diamond. I love that one. I, I, I love them all. So, so we're going to ask at the end of this, we're going to ask you to give us how people, how people can sign up, how they can let you know that they'd like to get your emails. Sure. But I'm curious because we always want to ask this. Tell me, tell me what you're most grateful for this week. I am grateful that um, it, it's a long story, but um, like a lot of people, a lot of realtors, we went through a very tough time in the last crash. I thought I was hot stuff, bought properties I shouldn't have bought, bought them without my wife's endorsement, just you know, sign here. And we crashed and we crashed hard. We had bankruptcies, we had foreclosures, we had short sales, we lost about everything. Um, when I came to KW, I had about three grand to my name after 31 years in the business, right? Wow. But I knew like within a couple of days of being here, I might've been financially wrecked, right? And or just, yeah, but I wasn't mentally. I was like, okay, I am in the right place. We are going to build something and I'm getting a little emotional here, but I've been here five years and we just bought an $860,000 home last night. Oh, um, I'm so excited. And I'm proud of it because 15 years ago, my wife, my wife had taken off the ring. You know, it was like, you got to go move somewhere. I'm like, where am I going to go? We have no money. I'm not going to sleep on my friend's couch. You know, I was fighting real estate wars, folks, and I was coming home fighting financial and marriage wars. And it was awful. But I'm most proud of that um, through, you know, the people I know and affirmations and reading and being around people like you, Bunny. You know, I was an enemy for a long time with my wife. I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't do anything wrong. I just bought properties I shouldn't have been allowed to buy with good intentions and, and lost everything, took it in the shorts. Um, but here we are. We just celebrated our 27th wedding anniversary three nights ago. And we've been together for 35 years, but there are a couple of years there where it was bam. And I just kept saying, look, I didn't do this to us overnight. I'm not going to solve it overnight. But getting back to the consistency, if you would just allow me to do my job, to know what I know, we're going to get out of this. I don't know when, but we will. And here we are just five years later, um, 
I mean, it's our loan. You know, we qualify. We're not getting any help from anybody. Um, and we just went on, we, we went on the contract for uh, an $860,000 home, which is the first home we have bought in 24 years that's going to be our home. In other words, we bought a house a long time ago that was our home. Then everything else we bought was investments and rentals and sign here. This is a good deal. You know, this is the first one where we're buying something now together in our 60s. And this is going to be, you know, our home. So I'm, I guess I'm most proud of that. We're, we're still together. Not perfect, but we're still together. And we built this and we're now on each other's sides and we're teammates. And, and it resulted in us getting the call last night saying, congratulations, the house is yours. And we had to beat out others to do it. So long story to a long, to a short question, but most grateful for my wife and hanging in there with me to get here. So well, I love that. You made me cry. Put that with That's Keller Williams in the next eight or 10 years. I, well, I'm starting to cry too. So <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. Um, but that's, what's cool about being at KW, this culture, this, 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 this culture is just, you know, people have their, we all have our crap happen to us, but it's how you respond to the crap that happens to you. And, um, you had your challenges. Um, and so what's cool about this now at I'll be 64 in a couple of months. It's like, well, first of all, I can't financially retire. All right. It's okay. But I'm in a position now where everything that's going on, man, the next five or six or seven or eight years, I'm going to be in a position where, where are we going to be? We're going to be so, if we've done all that just in five years coming from zippity doo what are we going to do in the next five, six, seven years by the time I'm 72, 73? I don't know. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe now the little team I'm building is a big team and I step away. Maybe I consult, maybe I teach, maybe I coach. Maybe I stay in it and I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm going to have many, many options, which I get to choose and have fun with because, you know, as this card says, I mean, do what, do what others won't do for five years and you can have what others won't have for the rest of their lives. And, and I'm not trying to put anybody down, but oh, you no, put no. in the work, it's going to come back. Right. Hockey stick. And so we are now just, you know, I've said it before. It was pointed out to me by, by my first bolt coach after he got to know me. He goes, you know what? You're like this big Denny Grimes. He's a pilot. He says, you've been this jumbo jet going down the runway, you know, 200 miles an hour for 20 years. Talk about movement with no achievement, you know, and, and being here at KW and with the people around me now in the last two years, I'm finally full throttle. And we are now starting to climb. And that's, that's exciting. That, how can you not get turned on and have fun with that, right? Well, and it's just a, I mean, it's just a matter of consistency. I also think in the next three to five years, you'll have your book published and you'll be going on speaking tours. So that's so exciting. I'm so grateful that you came on the show. That's so nice. Thank you. And, and you know what? And I, I, I love real estate more than I ever have. And it isn't just because the market right now is crazy, right? It's because of who we're around, who I'm meeting, who I'm learning from. And when the market's not so crazy, we're still going to do very, very well because we're, we're just expanding with so many more people that know us and we're contributing to other people's lives versus 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I was grinding it out. 
but it was like one at a time and there, you know, it's just, it, it was more of a job. This is like, you know what, this is fun. So tell me how, so tell people how they can get in touch with you to be included on your email list. Sure. Um, and by the way, you can opt out at any time. <laughs> I'm not opting it, out. It won't sure. bother me. No, it, it's okay if you do. If you don't like it, opt out. It's all right. I, you know, I don't. I maybe I do take it personally, but it's okay. So uh, my my uh, email address is my name, Don Aldrich, and that's D O N A L D R I C H. Don Aldrich at kw dot com. You can just send me an email, Don Aldrich at kw dot com. If you want to call or text me, 602-410-4366, 602-410-4366. Just request that you want to be on Bold Law. And if there's anybody else you want on, put them on your email. You know, if it's kids, family members, a friend, they, they don't have to be in real estate. They don't have to be. Um, oh, no. I think the Not website's being designed right now. So, yeah, I'm sure you can find it on a website, but, I, you know, I let other people control Facebook and all that for me, but just email or call me or text me and I'm happy to add you to it. Um, you would be on like the next Monday and you, you're going to get this five days a week. Typically my goal is nine o'clock Eastern standard time. Cause I'm doing these early in the morning in the West. Wow. So nine o'clock Eastern standard time, you should have it five days a week. So. Well, Don, thank you so much for being on the podcast and thank, and thank you for every week inspiring me in some way. I so appreciate it. Well, you inspired me too. Right back at you, baby. <laughs> and thank you for the opportunity. I'm happy to do it. Well, now you put the pressure on. Now I got to get better and I got to, I can't quit now. I got to do it again tomorrow. Thanks a lot, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got today, friends. I want to thank you for joining the Life-Saving Gratitude podcast with your host, Bunny Terry, that's me, and my producer and assistant, Johanna Medina. We feel like we're in the business of sharing the stories that save us, and we hope you'll share as well by letting your friends and family know about the podcast. Follow and like us wherever you listen, and please take the time to leave a review. Whether it's a stellar comment or a suggestion, we are open to suggestions all the time. Also, follow us on Instagram at Life Saving Gratitude Pod. You can also follow me personally at Bunny Terry Santa Fe. You can sign up at my website at bunnyterry.com to receive weekly emails about how to become the ultimate gratitude nerd. Thanks so much for checking in.